It is well known that physician assistants seek to provide health care in underserved areas within the United States, but they are also playing a role in global efforts to improve health in developing countries. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm PA Lisa DeAndre Linnell, your host, and with me today is Dr. Donald Peterson, a professor at the University of Utah School of Medicine Physician Assistant Program and past president of the Association of Physician Assistant Programs to discuss the international opportunities available for physician assistant students. Hi, Dr. Peterson. Welcome to ReachMD. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me. Dr. Peterson, what are the benefits of an international studies program as part of a physician assistant education training? Well, I think it gives the students an opportunity to practice their clinical skills without the benefit of a lot of technology that we're used to having here in the United States. For my students, we've primarily had them go to resource-poor countries for their rotations, and as such, a lot of the technology that's available is just not there for them, so they need to rely on their clinical skills under the observation and mentorship of practicing physicians and physician assistants, wherever they happen to be. Tell us about the program at your school. About a dozen years ago, we started with some rotations in Papua New Guinea. I had the good fortune in PA school to have a classmate, Doug Barker, in 77-78, who after school went to the Peace Corps and then remained in developing countries ever since, working on the Thai-Cambodian border in refugee camps, the Pakistan-Afghan border, and then more recently with oil companies all around the world. In 1997, he was involved in Papua New Guinea along a pipeline, 256-kilometer pipeline from the southern highland province down to the Gulf province and then off to an offshore platform. And our students would be able to go and work in the clinics along the pipeline with Doug and, and other healthcare providers. And the interesting thing was we went to Chevron, who was the operator of the pipeline there, and with a proposal that would send to them PA students with incredible amounts of prior experience as nurses or paramedics, respiratory therapists, and so forth. And then while they were there, they could teach as well as learn tropical medicine and immerse themselves in the culture and so forth. So Chevron actually provided the funding for student travel and room and board while they were there. So it worked out quite nicely from the student perspective. We also have in Papua New Guinea health extension officers which is that country's PA, if you will. And so we started doing exchanges. And so we would have a PA student go to Papua New Guinea for a month. We'd have a health extension officer come to the United States for a month and practice and learn Western medicine here at our PA program and our, our university hospital and clinic system. So for us, it was a really interesting cross-cultural exchange and the students benefited greatly, both while they were in Papua New Guinea and while the health extension officers were here in the U.S. Do other PA programs offer these international study opportunities? Yes. The Physician Assistant Education Association in 2008 did a survey, and surprisingly, just under half of the 140 PA programs that are accredited are offering international rotations to students of varying types and lengths, and in a number of different countries. 
I believe over 50 different countries were listed. We moved our effort from Papua New Guinea in 2003 to Thailand, where we developed what we call a Thailand International Elective. And it actually is a didactic as well as a clinical and field experience for the students. So they learn from experts in the field in Thailand, then have an opportunity to practice their clinical skills, and then also go out to the field to work in small rural hospitals and take advantage of the amazing opportunities there. We have them at the leprosy hospital, where there still today is a leper colony, the children's hospital, where they learn about dengue fever, the traditional Chinese medicine hospital, they go to an AIDS hospice, they go to the Klong Toy slums and learn how NGOs work with the individuals there. They go to numerous temples and learn from the monks about Buddhism and health and occupational medicine settings, orphanages, chest disease institute. And so they get a really broad sampling of the skills that they might need to work in an international setting or to take better care of international patients when they're back home in the U.S. Are all of your PA students able to take this program or is it optional? It's optional. It's volunteer. And probably out of 40 students a year, maybe 10 will take advantage of various opportunities. So we have the Thailand elective that's a combination of didactic, clinical, and field experiences. We also have an operation in Ghana in Contempo at the Rural Health Training School there. They have a PA-like provider they call medical assistant or MA, but they are the ones working in the rural areas and so forth, performing just as a PA would, similar to the health extension officers in Papua New Guinea. So when our students are there, they're teamed up with an MA in their rural clinic where they take care of from one to 200 patients a day, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. And so it's it's quite a remarkable experience for them. The neat thing about the Ghana experience is it also teams up the PA students with our faculty advisors in a CME, continuing medical education effort for the MAs in the country of Ghana. And so they try to get all of the 500 MAs together in July for this CME event. And our students participate, our faculty participates, and we also learn from the MAs as well. So that effort is part clinical, part CME. And then a third offering we will begin this year is in Guatemala, and that'll be a strictly clinical offering for students. And those will be, again, on the order of three to four weeks in length. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm PA Lisa DeAndre Linnell, and I'm speaking with Dr. Donald Peterson, a professor at the University of Utah School of Medicine Physician Assistant Program and the past president of the Association of Physician Assistant Programs. We are discussing the international opportunities available for physician assistant students. So Dr. Peterson, let's talk about the logistics of these programs. What are the requirements for participation, and when can a PA participate in these programs? 
Well, for students, generally the international clinical experience is timed towards the end of their second year. This is true in, in our case at the University of Utah. We like to have the students with plenty of experience under their belts, if you will, before they venture out. We do extensive orientations of the students before they leave, and we now run our program through our international center at the University of Utah. And so it relieves the program of a lot of logistical headaches, if you will, in terms of the payments, the evacuation insurance, immunizations, all of the things that they would need to prepare to go on a trip. But the orientation is all important to make sure students don't run into problems when they're in another environment, and particularly in the areas where we go that are very resource poor. Sometimes it's quite a culture shock, so we try and prepare them adequately before they go. What are the greatest challenges for the students participating in these programs? Is it language barriers or...? In Thailand, there is some language barrier, certainly, but the lectures are all given in English by English-speaking Thai physicians, so less of a problem. I think it's just if students have not been oriented to a less developed country setting or a resource-poor country, I think they can have some real culture shock issues. But what I've been rewarded by over the years are PA students acting as ambassadors for our PA training programs. I think you'll find that a lot of the globalization that's taking place regarding the profession, the impetus has come from having students active in those countries. Prime example, not a resource-poor country, but the UK, where the University of Kentucky has been involved for well over a decade with PA students. And now we have two or three PA programs there. Likewise, in the Netherlands, Australia is now starting two PA programs, South Africa, Thailand. We've had ongoing discussions relative to the PA-like model as a model that would work to serve their citizens. How is the role of the PA different in these other countries when compared with their role in the United States? There are two issues here. We have the globalization of the PA model where countries are adopting the term physician assistant in their training programs, and they are producing a product very similar to the USPA, and they function very much like the USPA's function. The other is now getting to know what I would call PA-like providers or PA analogs that have been around for many, many years, even predating us, certainly. You have registered clinical officers in East Africa, as I mentioned, the health extension officers in Papua New Guinea, the medical assistants in West Africa. Interestingly enough, last February, we were on the Thai-Burma border working with some of the displaced Korean Burmese persecuted Korean population and ethnic group in Burma who have fled over the border into Thailand. And there are about 500,000 displaced Korean working or surviving along the border. And they're being cared for by a class of provider called the medic. And these individuals are trained in a clinic for displaced persons that was started by Dr. Cynthia Mong, a Burmese physician, a Korean, who fled to Thailand herself. And so they've trained these individuals for a two-year curriculum, and then they are 
working to provide care to the displaced populations along the Thai-Burma border. Officially, the medic, Burmese medic, does not exist in Burma. It doesn't exist in Thailand. It only exists, that provider only exists in the milieu of the displaced persons along the Thai-Burma border. But when you work with them, you come to understand they do exactly what we do as PAs. They extend access to care. And they're quite remarkable. The backpack medics actually go back into areas of conflict to help their displaced populations. And unfortunately, they've lost about eight of them. If they're caught by the Myanmar government, then they're killed or imprisoned. And so to me, to meet a class of provider like that was really quite remarkable that they are very similar in scope to the PA here in this country. How difficult is it to set up these programs and these international study opportunities? Well, I think to do it properly, it does take quite a bit of effort and ongoing maintenance because, as you know, we're under the Accreditation Review Commission on PA education, and we have to conform to standards. So wherever we send our students in a clinical setting, that has to be treated similarly to a domestic setting that we would send our students to. So affiliation agreements should be in place. Faculty should be involved either from your program or perhaps placing local providers on your faculty in an adjunct appointment, but to have objectives to treat it similar to a domestic rotation for PA students. So it does take quite a lot of work. What do you say to the critic who says that PA programs in the United States should be focused on developing experiences that address the disparities of health care within our own country instead of internationally. I would certainly agree that we have a great need here. And what we like to do is kind of bring it full circle. So our students that attend an international rotation, we have them also have experience back in Utah with our refugee populations. So they bring it full circle and can see what the needs are here in our own country with refugee populations or immigrants from the country that they've been to. No doubt we have tremendous need in this country, but I don't think compassion stops at the borders of the United States. Dr. Peterson, where can students get more information about this topic? Students, I would direct to the Physician Assistant Education Association website www.paeaonline.org. Another useful site would be on our own American Academy of Physician Assistants website at www.aapa.org. They have an international section there as well. Thank you. I would like to thank my guest, Dr. Donald Peterson, for coming on the show. I'm PA Lisa DeAndre Linnell, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Please visit our website at ReachMD.com, which features our entire library through on-demand podcasts. And thanks for listening.